0: I would have thought you were crazy if you would have told me that the Big Ten might levy a very harsh punishment on Michigan before Michigan ever got to play another game, falling to the mounting pressure that is the media firestorm that we have currently been seeing. Yet here we are. It's going to be up to Santa Ono to resolve this situation. Is he up for the challenge? Let's get into the latest. Of the sign stealing scandal, alleged sign stealing scandal, on this episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Thursday. We are back in doing it. Locked on Wolverines Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire. Through USA Today Sports Media Group, I went to the movies. I went to, I hadn't seen, I hadn't spent any time with Sarah in the last two weeks. Been out of town. Last time we saw, we saw each other, all this news broke right beforehand and there was all this stuff and I just kind of ignored it. I thought like, okay, you know, it, it kind of feels like this is the type of time that we can go to dinner in a movie or something like that. So that's exactly what we did. And in the nearing, near the ending of the movie... Uh, we went and saw After Death, by the way, it's a documentary, and um, we're nearing the end of the movie and my watch is in phone are just buzzing, 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 buzzing with the latest news that has hit, which is that the athletic directors who had their 4 p.m. Uh, meeting with uh, Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti. they are clamoring to get punishment for Michigan. Uh, you've got... Michigan's the next opposing head coach, Ryan Walters, out there saying that it's time to punish now. You've got Michigan State's AD, according to ESPN, making a compelling argument. um, All of this. It's all very self-serving. I want to address one thing before we fully get into it. Because there's a lot of, obviously we have a lot of people that are watching and listening to the podcast that don't normally do so because they're not normally Michigan fans, okay? Okay. There's a lot of people out there that are, that are saying, you're delusional, you don't know whatever. I, I assure you, I know, I know more about what happened than any other media entity, as far as what actually happened, okay? I, I, that sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, that sounds like I'm being hyperbolic. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know what did happen, okay? And for those who have been following along, you can probably attest that I know something because I, all I have to say is two of two, okay. And you know exactly what I mean by that, okay. So the two of two—that's where that's where we're at. Everything is proceeded as I've expected, okay. So uh, have it, 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 i don't know what's going to happen, but I can figure it out based off of I knowing what has already happened. So and obviously knowing what's already happened, you know what's going to therefore drop and everything of that nature so we're going to be trying to be careful with some things I don't want to get sued <laughs> but we're going to try to react and and, and break some of this stuff down uh, a little bit so uh in the last 36 hours you've seen a concerted effort seemingly from, from everyone at espn from stephen a smith to it's not surprising that paul feinbaum was anti-michigan but what's weird is that he had the opposite stance. Nothing has really changed, and yet now he's out there saying, I made the worst mistake of my journalistic career two weeks ago when he gave Michigan the benefit of the doubt. Um, it, nothing has changed, okay? Like, I, I understand not everyone knows the facts, and there are certain facts that I've been sharing, and there's certain things that, like, I will tell you right now, that there's a lot of people that, that think that this came from the top down. Jim Harbaugh was fully aware of all of this and directed it. Maybe he didn't direct it, but was fully aware. And I can, I'm here to tell you that's not true. Okay. That's not true. And that's certainly what a lot of people want to know. Um, and was this university funded? It was not. And all of this was attained by illegal means that the, the, the whole, when I say illegal, I don't just mean NCAA illegal. I mean felony illegal. This is the type of thing that I've been talking about. I know to a lot of people I sound like a crackpot, and you're like, you're just wishful thinking. This is. I am not. I am on social media a little bit, usually at the end of the day. Uh, I, I am listening to the people who know what's going on. I've been and if even even if you're a rival fan, if I told you the names of the people that I'm talking to, these will be revealed. When it is possible, that might be a couple years, but when the investigation is over, at the very least, then we can reveal uh, who, who it is I'm talking to. Every single one of you, even the rivals out there will be like, oh, okay, understand that. Um, I've gotten to the bottom of all of this. All of it is going as expected. It feels really bad, and but I didn't expect the contingency. This is the one thing I didn't expect is the contingency that the Big Ten may step in and do something before it fully knows what's going on or knows what's going on but is caving to, uh, to pressure by ESPN and the other Big Ten teams who have a vested interest in seeing Michigan fail at the moment, okay? Um, so, knowing what I know, it just makes all of this so absurd, right? The Alex Yud stuff dropped today Yes, I did know about it. There will be people that are like, why didn't you report on it? Because it's not my place. Even if I if I told my boss I'm reporting on it, he would tell me no, okay? And my boss, is, my, 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 my boss would, I, I'm not going to get into that. I, I'm, all I'm going to say is there's no way that I was going to be able to report on that even if I wanted to. I didn't really want to. I'm not in the habit of breaking a heck of a lot of stories, uh, I, but I will tell you when I know things and what's going on, all right? So, It's, this is just, this jumped the shark a week ago when we started having TCU stuff and everything like that. Now you, you got people comparing earlobes and the sidelines and all of that. You, it's, you had that, that whole thing that's been going on again, doesn't really change much. Okay. Um, And then you have the Alex Yud thing that doesn't change anything. Michigan did what it was supposed to do. It found out. That a student intern was doing some despicable, highly illegal things, and they parted with him immediately, okay? So you have all of those things, and yet the, the, the pressure is mounted, right? This is exactly what, how I predicted it was going to go. You're going to hit Connor Stallions as hard as you possibly can if you're getting this drip, drip, drip from the media, right? You're going to do that. And then you're going to try to move to Jim Harbaugh, right? Because that's the target all along. It's not Connor Stallions and what he was doing, okay? It's Jim Harbaugh. It's trying to keep Michigan from attaining what it looks like it's about to attain. That's the point. Again, I know there are a lot of people out there that think this is, that I'm being a crackpot about it. And normally, because as any long time watcher or listener will tell you, I tend to be pretty even handed. It's. It, this, is, this is a place in where I'm going to sound like a zealot because I have more information than all of the general public and most of the media, okay? So it. I've been shrugging it off up until this point, when you're starting to see the pressure get to this point where you've got a you're, you're the next head coach you're going to face making public statements being like, it, these aren't even allegations, these are facts, Get you know, pun, punish Michigan, right? Like, they're playing in two days. That feels ominous. You have the Michigan State AD sharing compelling stories about how his players could have been hurt because – Everyone knew exactly where everyone was. Listen, that's, again, conflating, sign-stealing with having a bunch of baby Einsteins out on the field knowing not only their own playbook, but the other team's playbook in its full entirety. And you also add in the fact that Michigan State huddled, uh, ran to the sidelines, huddled all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. If you can't see that this is a concerted effort, right, then I don't know what to tell you. And I know it sounds Homerish. And I'm not going to do the, the Mike Fulany thing of listen, I'll, you know, if something goes wrong, I'll be the first to tell you. But generally, that's how we do things around here. Okay. It's Connor Stallions is not going to survive this, obviously. Okay. But the fact that, and, and there's certainly, you, you can make an argument that Jim Harbaugh would. Um, is culpable because of the new ncaa rule but generally when you go back and you see that the ncaa had kind of reviewed this rule and said that it was kind of like well it doesn't really give a significant competitive advantage and now everyone and their mothers acting like even even legal sign stealing is the worst possible thing that you could ever do in in the game it's just absurd it's just pure absurdity i've lost track of time we were going to continue on in just a moment with the same train of thought okay before we do i know everyone's kind of in need of having a little bit of fun right at that's if you're a michigan fan and you're enduring this this is not fun maybe it's fascinating but it's not fun there's a way you can have some fun whether it's uh nfl which probably is over by the time i'm recording this uh for the thursday night football you've got friday night games on, on college you've got all the games on saturday You can have a little extra fun by going on to Prize Picks. Now, what's Prize Picks? Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's the fastest and easiest way, and it's also the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports because it's just you versus the numbers. Okay, it's not you against a bunch of sharks and and pros and people who live for this type of thing. You go and you pick more than or less than two to six uh, player stat projections, and you just watch the winnings roll in. That's what makes it so great. So basketball season, by the way, is here, right? We've seen some exhibition games. Michigan starts its exhibition season tomorrow night. Uh, so you have all of that. So you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball with the specials league. That's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, say you're in the pros, LeBron James plus Kravis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo with three points made plus receptions. You want to play alongside some of Prize favorite players like rapper Meek Mill, Meek Millie, and comedian Andrew Schultz? Well, now you can find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in PrizePix community each week. So many different ways that you can have a heck of a lot more fun. Prize is the way to go. So go to PrizePicks.com/slash/lockdowncollege. Use the code Lockdown College, and you're going to get a first deposit match up to hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/slash/lockdowncollege. Promo code Lockdown College. For first deposit match up to a hundred dollars prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy All right, so we are continuing on here. Michigan versus everybody is the real deal at this point, right? How prescient those valiant uh, that valiant collaboration is. Um, so it is just getting absolutely wild out there. I just got a message from someone that literally all of, you know, uh, asking for me to be able to back some things. I can't, uh, do, do what's being asked, but I can read it again. The quote from last week, Wednesday, from the big 10 source that I spoke to, or it's someone that's involved with the big 10 team. Okay. Every Sunday, coaches and support staff with mutual connections throughout the conference contact each other to trade not just schematic notes but also trade signals. Some of the top teams who consistently trade signals have very accurate information on common opponents. That's Michigan, Rutgers, Ohio State, Indiana, and Purdue. Other teams who are decent at it and would always look to trade are Illinois, Northwestern, Maryland, Minnesota, and Penn State. Wisconsin was oblivious to it but is no longer and is likely no longer with the new staff, Michigan State, Iowa, and Nebraska appear to be oblivious and out of the loop. Why am I rereading this outside of someone saying, amplify that quote? Um, I'm rereading it because, again, for all of these people who are acting like clutching their pearls and holding their teddy bears, acting like we would never even do legal sign stealing, let alone, they're all complicit, okay? Did Connor Stallions go a step or steps too far absolutely okay and but i mean at the same time there are people that are misinterpreting the one ncaa bylaw pete thamel loves to put it in every article and yet the the bylaw is about recording they said oh you, you can't use video you know recording electronic devices to record signals that's for your own game on the sidelines okay that's not, I'm not, a, I'm not an NCAA expert, but I've spoken to people who have gotten the lawyerly uh, breakdown of that. And that's, that's not, it's not referring to what happened here. It's, and it's still a gray area because it's staff members. There are not staff members that were doing this at, at games and such. Okay. So it, for this Ryan Walters quote of, we have the facts. Okay, yeah, you, you, you have some evidence. It's still allegations, okay? And it's still not clear at this juncture that there have been any NCAA violations committed. Now, if CMU, Central Michigan or Michigan State, I don't know if I trust Michigan State on this, given what Alan Heller said, if they can confirm that it's Connor Stallions that was on the sidelines of, of that game, that is an NCAA violation, okay. But there, there are people I saw a video circulating last night from someone that was on the sidelines uh, of the of that game, and they were like, "Look, there's Connor Stallions putting in signals." It just turns out it wasn't Connor Stallions. That it just wasn't okay. So there's a lot of stuff like that that is circulating. There's a lot of anger that's coming up. There, everyone is being whipped into a frenzy, specifically teams that have vested interest in Michigan not getting out of this that are going to continue to push and push and push. I've been telling you for over a week, the entire goal of this entire thing is to make it so Jim Harbaugh never is on the sidelines for Michigan again. I'm not saying that if you get to Saturday that he's going to be there for the long haul, but it makes it a lot harder for that to happen, or to, For anything else to happen if he gets on the sideline for another game okay so um of course you're going to have a lot of whining and complaining from teams that uh really don't want to face michigan and they can say it's because of sign stealing and all of that but as daniel jeremiah said yesterday joel Klatt had a really good defense a lot of the fox people i mentioned the espn people a lot of the fox people have been defending michigan so it is kind of interesting. It is Republicans versus Democrats, Democrats versus Republicans in a lot of this, right? That's really where we're at in terms of that, that same type of um, split. Same type of split. So Joel Klatt says lots of sources and articles about how, quote, mad opposing coaches are about Michigan. The level of anger as a direct relationship with the success Michigan has had over the last two-plus seasons. Also, the level of anger is not grounds for an unprecedented overreach from the commish. The investigation should run its course in a notice of allegations sent to the program. Why would we have a different process for these allegations than we would for a tampering case? Very 2023 of us to demand some sort of action based on being really upset. This should and will run its course. Somebody should ask all these opposing coaches why they haven't been on board with helmet audio. Rushing into decisions to appease a mob is not leadership and has backfired in in the recent past if you haven't forgotten. Every infraction should be handled with the same process to demand otherwise is a fool's errand. Doesn't matter who or what. Gather evidence, present evidence, respond, judgment, punishment. That's how it works. Also, nothing in this post condones cheating. Wanting the process to run its course is far different than no big deal. This is a big deal, which is the exact reason to let the process run its course. I firmly believe that the process should run its course. I am not of the mindset that just shut this down. The truth will set you free. And I believe that with Michigan, for at least the most part, the truth will set them free. Based off of what I know. Again, a lot of people are going to call me delusional because they're wearing their, their green and white glasses, their scarlet and gray glasses. Maybe this week it's a lot of Purdue people. I don't know. But there are people that are going to to say that, to to sit there and say, "This this is stupid. This is insane that you don't see it my way. They want me to just trash Michigan. You aren't privy to all of the facts. You have been manipulated by a media that has made you see things one way. Okay? That has been the case. It just is. And if you know all the facts, then you know that this is a much deeper scenario than what is being presented to you. And... Again, unfortunately, you're going to say, well, why don't you tell me the facts? I cannot. (laughs) It's, that's not how sourcing works. People don't tell me, people don't don't tell me what they know in, in order necessarily for me to spill everything that I know, especially in the middle of an NCAA investigation. Yes, I'm holding things back. It's just, it's the nature of this, this scenario. There are names that I would love to be able to share with you. And suddenly the tenor would shift. There's a reason why Michigan hasn't shared the same story because they are under a gag order. They are sitting on their hands. They are sitting ducks. And it's just, it's going that way. So, all right, we're going to continue on with this conversation. Obviously, it's got me fired up tonight. <laughs> Probably more fire, fired up than I, I don't know if I'd be this fired up or not if, I, if it was like me trying to enjoy a movie and all of this happens. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, before we do move on, score early this NFL season with FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right, just the money line. Pick your team, put $5 on it, get $150 in bonus bets back. That's more fun playing with all of your favorite NFL teams, right? And you got the overs/unders, you got the the spreads, the prop bets everything that you have your heart set on and guess what you get paid instantly best part of all of this so visit fanduel.com/locked on and kick off the NFL season fanduel official partner of the NFL you know why I am fired up it's not just the the personal like I'm trying to enjoy a nice evening of it all it it really is I'm a man for justice, okay? If wrongdoing is found, I mean, Michigan will punish itself, right? Michigan punished itself before the notice of allegations has even come in when it comes to Burgergate. A lot of people out there are going to say like, oh, Michigan wouldn't do that. Michigan would punish itself. Michigan's notorious for that. A lot of people like to act like, oh, Michigan pretends to be high and mighty and then blah, blah, blah. But M- Michigan it might be a sanctimonious bunch in a lot of ways, but... It's that for a reason, and certainly that's it. it's going to self-impose, or at least try to. This has just gotten so out of hand that you've reached a point where it's like with utmost urgency, we need to punish Michigan. And the people who are calling for it the most are people who have, as I've said over and over again, a vested interest in Michigan failing. That's mob rule if I've ever seen it. Now, I expected this to some degree. I just didn't expect that the knee would start to bend from the Big Ten. Right? Let it play out. What happens if like they punish? They find out that, hey, you know what? Actually didn't end up being quite as bad as the, the full media narrative had been. Uh, Michigan, you you could have probably won the national championship, but you know what? Are bad. That's why you let the investigation play out, right You just do if if it turns out Michigan is only good because of the sign stealing, which we have broken out throughout this uh i mean sign stealing again is legal, but we have broken out in this this show over the course of the last week uh under pretty good authority that uh Michigan did not uh do anything or likely didn't do anything I don't know to be sure likely didn't do anything when it came to the uh The non-conference foes. Then you've got uh, Rutgers who huddled, Nebraska who huddled, Minnesota who huddled, Indiana who had a new offensive coordinator and his first game. And then you had, uh, and then you then you had Michigan State who sent someone to the sidelines, came back and then huddled. So tell me what signs were being stolen. Throughout all of that, right? That's where it gets really crazy with the Alan Haller quote. Uh, I want to add the other part that he said, uh, which is just absurd. He referenced, also referenced last year when he said the Big Ten forced Michigan State to suspend numerous players after the tunnel incident in Ann Arbor before the league finished in investigating the incident. He pointed out that it was hypocritical that this year, with Michigan under investigation, the league is now waiting for an investigation to unfold. That's a l- little bit different, right? That's very much apples and oranges. Number one, you had players who were under criminal proceedings. They were on videotape. And it doesn't really matter if it's like, well, Jamon Green said something. Like, okay, he said something. Does that mean he gets hit in the head with a helmet? Like, that. these are not the same thing. All right? It's... Just goes to show the sanctimony to be able to to, to print something that makes such a false equivalency. It, it's just so beyond absurd. So what do I think is going to happen? I think number one, Santa Ono is at least going to, he's going to plead Michigan's case. He's going to enlighten Tony Petiti on some, some things that I think he doesn't know about all of this, some of the things that I know. And in doing so, I think that's going to cause Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner in his first year, to take a step back a little bit. And I think Jim Harbaugh and everyone will be safe, at least for the week. And then I think the media is going to ramp things up again. And you're going to hear more crying and stuff like that. But ultimately, I, and this is something I said to a colleague on a phone call as he was catching me up on everything I missed as I was driving home. The precedent this sets, if you're because again the facts have not been fully accurate. Some facts are accurate, some aren't. In in the media, a lot of I keep on referencing office space. The jumps to con, jump to conclusions mats have been out. There's been a lot out there. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that like to tie jim harbaugh directly to all of this and say he knew he directed it and the university paid for it this is a scheme blah 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 and it just it's gotten so out of hand and it, it, and it's starting to be reported as fact you've got a lot of opinions that are going into some of these articles that are presented as fact instead of a an opinion of someone who has a vested interest against michigan that's malpractice, okay? Because it shapes the narrative, which we've talked a lot about the narrative because right now, the narrative is the most important thing for better or worse. Not what happened, the narrative. So you better hope that Santa Ono goes in guns a on Friday because much like Obi-Wan Kenobi, Santa Ono is Michigan's only hope at the moment all right that's going to do it for us for this episode we will talk about the aftermath of all of that once whatever we find out whenever we find it out so look forward to friday night show so we will be back and talking about that thanks for watching thanks for listening Peace.